0: today we're speaking to Laure Marain de La Vallée about their new memoir entitled Autoimmune Heresy. It's a story of perpetual healing. This book explores the issues of health and healthcare through disability justice lens, their experience of living with blindness and being trans, and the journey through living a sacred life amidst climate change and the cultural narratives that surround it. Welcome on our show, Laure.
1: Hi, thank you, Julia. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: Awesome. So first... Off, uh, you were born and raised in Vancouver. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey that brought you to venture east to Montreal?
1: Yeah, so I was born out in Vancouver, but my mom is from the Gaspé Peninsula originally. Um, so growing up, we kind of moved back and forth between the west and east side of the continent. Um, I ended up in Montreal because I wanted to go study at Concordia, actually. Um, I enrolled in film a few years ago, or I guess a decade ago now. <laughs>
0: Very cool. Okay. So we have some things in common. Um I'm wondering about your writing process. This book is a memoir of 8 years of writing, you said, about your 20-year personal history with your chronic immune condition and many deeply intertwined themes. Have you always been drawn to writing or was it your practice of healing that brought you to it?
1: Uh I've always been drawn to writing. I remember as a teenager, um well I, I guess I guess I was drawn to reading first and and as I read voraciously, the practice of writing kind of emerged, but it crystallized as journaling for my own healing, um, kind of by virtue of doing it.
0: Okay, that sounds beautiful. Um, let's talk about the title. What does heresy mean to you in the sense, uh, autoimmune heresy?
1: Yeah. Um, heresy is an important idea for me and an important practice for me because it. Is all about saying what it usually remains unsaid or speaking counter to received knowledge, speaking counter to um, dominant knowledge. Um, I chose the word heresy uh, in order to honor the long history of heretics, um, people that spoke out against institutional authority and against the dominant narrative and specifically the witches that were burned as heretics throughout the history of Europe.
0: Right. Thank you. Um, Do you have an excerpt that you'd like to share with us?
1: Yeah. um, So as we had mentioned previously, I will be happy to share a brief excerpt. It's the manifesto, the autoimmune manifesto. Um, that uh, is one of the linchpins of the book.
0: That would be great.
1: Okay. One, the transience of the body itself is holy. Two, autoimmunity is self-defense, multiferous resistance, radical permeability, touchability. Three, Autoimmunity demands surrender, re evaluation of what makes you human, what makes you you. 4. There is no such thing as health. 5. Autoimmunity shatters the telos upon shores of blood. Treatment of symptoms agonizes the root cause. 6. Autoimmunity is not an illness. It is endowment with strength, power, knowledge. 7. Autoimmunity is self knowledge, a map, responsibility. 8. Through autoimmunity, universal entanglements reverberate in felt sense. 9. Autoimmunity is not a curse, it is the wise wound within the body. 10. I would rather be sick and cunning than healthy and dull. Eleven. If I am sick, the land is sick. Twelve. Autoimmunity is the body in revolt against global poisoning. Thirteen. Autoimmunity transcends identity. Fourteen. Culture is autoimmune. Fifteen. Autoimmunity diffracts the body's holistic contacts. 16. You can be autoimmune without conscious acceptance. Soon enough, your body will tell you. 17. Autoimmunity is a form of mourning. The body grieving worldly cruelty. 18. Autoimmunity is a call to listen. 19. 19. It is inexorable change. 20. It is embodied heresy. 21. It is both constructive and destructive interference. 22. Autoimmunity is necessarily solitary, but you are not alone.
0: Thank you for that, Laure. Um with 20 years since your diagnosis, you share your personal experiences with the medical field and professionals. You say at times you felt as a human in the system and as a patient, you feel both blindfolded and the donkey. And this really stood out to me when I was reading your book. I think this speaks to agency, to a certain accountability or even punishment that patients feel. Can you explain this feeling or the fallacy of health a bit more?
1: Yeah, um... My experience as a patient was that I was expected to not ask questions. I was sort of as a, as a person, I was not in a position to make decisions about myself. Um, and when I was a child, this seemed natural to me. It seemed normal. Um, there was a point in my early twenties where it started to seem wrong that I should not have this capacity for, um, self-governance, self-actualization, self-realization, self-sovereignty. Um, this idea, this metaphor of being both blindfolded and the donkey itself, um, is that especially in a context of autoimmunity where a diagnosis is either um, applied a long time ago and then people behave as if it's real forever, or if there's no diagnosis at all, um, then a doctor is not, is not operating with full knowledge of what is going on. A doctor, most doctors will posture as if they know what is going on. Um, But they are playing a game of pin the tail tail on the donkey with patients. The needles, the drugs, the procedures, they're all just like attempts to win a game. And that's not the most generous take on medicine, but it feels like it is a common experience Amidst people who are chronically uh, dealing with the medical system.
0: Right. Um, you also, you freaked a lot of, about climate change, about the sickness of the land, um, about your body's connection to the land. When did you first feel this connection between your body and the land, and how has that developed or changed over time? Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I first felt it when I was an infant or a toddler. Um, Like you said, I I was born in Vancouver. I grew up uh, there largely. Um, And both before and after my diagnosis, I got to be in the forest a lot, listen to the rivers a lot, um, just play and be totally at ease in that environment. Um, What happened is that then there were many many years where that, those experiences were unavailable to me. I was away from the West Coast. I was living in cities. Um, and it came back in a, in a full force kind of way during the pandemic, in the first year of pandemic. I moved away from Montreal and I moved to the Gaspé Peninsula, which is where my mother's from. And there, living alone, um, doing a lot of research and walking a lot along the St. Lawrence in the forest, it's anchored that it is by connecting back to the living earth and by connecting to my own um, very complex ancestral history here and elsewhere that any... any healing becomes possible. It feels like connection to place and to the present moment on earth is a prerequisite for me to understand the situation of my own body. Um, Like I said in the manifesto, if the land is sick, I am sick. um, There's a lot to be felt with the sort of relationship between the toxicity of the dirt itself and the toxicity that runs through my veins.
0: I hear that. You also talk about in your manifesto that autoimmunity transcends identity. What does that mean for you and your experience?
1: Because
0: um, I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to. You also mention like culture is autoimmune, and I think that there's, yeah, there's just something really transcendent in that that I think mm-hmm. is very relatable.
1: Yeah, w- when I say that it transcends identity, I mean that. Any one can be thrown into the whirlwind that is autoimmunity. Um, There is a differential sort of risk for people who are um, more or less susceptible to environmental factors. But the fact of the body disharmonizing and dysregulating and, so-called turning against itself um, happens no matter what one's position at birth is, no matter what one's various orientations are, um, no matter whether they feel that the culture they were born into represents them adequately or not. Somebody who feels totally um, at home in their place of birth, could develop autoimmunity just as much as someone who is rootless and displaced, um, and that's so. That's the identity piece. Culture feels autoimmune because culture is turned against itself. Um, there are a variety of um, of dichotomies that are apparent to me, and a variety of. Paradoxes that are apparent to me in culture that um, make it feel as though the immune system metaphor for culture uh, is really apt in this moment. Um, in this moment, where sickness has taken center stage, illness has taken center stage as a key factor for how all the all of the environments I've found myself in anyway um, navigate the world. So. If I am to navigate the culture that I live in, I must also learn to navigate my body's porousness.
0: Mm-hmm. You also talk a lot about it in your book. This is my last question because we I wish we can talk forever, but we don't have too much time. But on being well and being productive, um, you speak a lot about the operational value that our bodies have in this system, in a capitalist system. Um, how have you made space for your own body and how can we all in a system like this on a on a maybe lighter note (laughs)
1: um i've made space by being uncompromising (laughs) um in a lot of ways i i believe that it is of utmost importance to listen to one's own needs um to learn what they are um i I took the chances that I had to um, step away from the imperative to be productive, to not go to grad school, to not get a full-time job, to just really, really rest for as long as I could. Um, And that involved a lot of learning and research about nutrition, for example, and about embodiment practices, somatics, martial arts. Um, my main practices these days are kung fu, contact improvisation, dance. I cook for myself extensively. Um, and these are things that have gotten me into a state of total remission that is now two years al- along. You know, I, the, the book is about the period of sickness, but the reality of life is that By sowing those seeds in my early 20s, now that I'm turning 28, I have a state of, or a relationship with my body that is joyful and always in a growth zone.
0: That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us. Um, I want to shout out your book launch. It's February 23rd at 6 p.m., at 266 Rue saint viateur West. Is the book available now, or it will be launching then?
1: Uh, so the book will be available online on February 21st. Um, if anybody wants to stay updated, they can go to my website, um, which is www.lore.love. That's L-A-U-R-E dot L-O-V-E. Um, sign up, get an email as soon as it's available, um, or... Uh, after February 21st, walk into your local independent bookstore and ask for it.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Laure Marin de la Vallée, on your book, Autoimmune uh, Heresy. This is such a beautifully poetic book, and I want everybody to read it, so go find it. Uh, Thank you for talking with us today, Laure.
1: Thank you, Julia. It's been a pleasure.